Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones, available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 83 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is September 13th, 2022. Bringing in my co-host, my brother. Say Hey Rob, what's going on, my man? Been a couple weeks. I know, it's been a couple weeks, man. Uh, Miss talking about our Giants, even though they uh, really suck ass these days. It's it's, kind of ironic that this is episode 83, and they're going to end up with uh, probably at least 83 losses. Probably more. but um, Possibly possibly but yeah you know it's uh been a rough uh rough summer to say the least but you know what that's not gonna hold us back we gotta dive into uh the bullshit of what we're gonna be looking for this winter and i don't know well maybe maybe we shouldn't check out yet because i know if farhan was here he would just say hey guys we're one good week away <laughs> oh, week from, and a half, I guess I would say. From week, vacation. Yeah. Hey, one week and a half of good baseball. The Giants went 12 in a row. They're keeping us interested on October 1st, eh? You know, we'll get into baseball in a minute, but it's been <laughs> it's been like three and a half weeks, bro, and we haven't we haven't talked any football, man. I know it's not a football podcast, but man, uh I just we, we don't have to get into specifics, but it is it's just beautiful and great to have football back um and especially in the kind of a frustrating year for the giants but rob it's the best time of the year man it's early football season uh you know we we got uh the the niners and cowboys are off the disappointing start (laughs) Uh, hey at least you lost to a really good team my team lost to the chicago bears the bears shout out eric nathanson uh and but you know what hey I got my college team. I'm trust me. I'm not. I'm not losing any uh, any faith in the Niners. Bad loss for sure, but long season. Yeah. I still have faith that um, they're actually going to win the NFC West. Uh, but uh, man, my college team. I know uh, two crappy opponents they've played, but exciting to watch. Finally made the move. I've been waiting for for a long time. JJ McCarthy's the guy under center or in the gun. Michigan football, baby. It's gonna be an exciting year. Yeah. Um. Same thing. Uh... Not to um, 
that's too overly hyped about my Oklahoma Sooners right now. Same thing, play a couple scrubs, uh, beat up on them, whatever. But um, but the first two weeks of college football have been really exciting. A lot of a lot of upsets, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of parody, and it just yeah. it, it comes back to what you know me and our our buddy Eric Culpepper. You know, shout out to Kingscast. Thanks. We've been talking about for the last uh, five years. They gotta get rid of preseason polls, man. Like it, bust them out in week six. You know, get a fair assessment of every team because, man, watching teams like Alabama and Notre Dame, Texas A and M, those teams last week, it's like, man, I don't. These are top ten teams in the country. In a couple cases, top five. Come on, man! Like, just release those polls around week, week six. six week six Bingo. Ar- yeah ar- around the same time you whip out those uh playoff brackets and then just give a fair assessment but i, I know the only reason they exist just like call it college basketball that only reason they exist is for people to talk and right. some things to discuss but man you, you see some of these teams and it's like man i i get i know what their name is i see what their school is i i, I see it but god damn they're not a top 10 team in the country and i'll tell you what though bro yeah. i am it was a beautiful weekend watching notre dame lose to a school that is known for a movie uh and i won't go into details because i know that was a sad situation back in the 70s but i mean like nobody is marshall like like yeah, I, 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 I love seeing notre dame lose you freaking losers i love it I, I hear you. You know, Matthew McConaughey, you know, he went one and one last weekend. So that's, uh, that's not bad. <laughs> All right, dude, let's talk some baseball. Now, I, we'll, I we'll, guess we'll, we'll, <laughs> but let's get into now. Yesterday, before the Giants won their third straight uh, and beat the Atlanta Braves last night, this team's hot. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Giants announced earlier in the day that Wilmer Flores will be sticking around for a couple more seasons. Um, you know, he signed that two-year deal before the 2020 uh, COVID season, and then the Giants obviously picked up that club option for 2022. Now, I posted a couple of times, I think it was on Giants Chatter, like, he's played in the most games, he's hit the most home runs, and he's, like, second in RBIs in his time here as a Giant. And in these three years, he made $3 million, $3 million, and three point five this year. Um He's definitely earned this contract. I mean, we'll get into, like, is it good or is it bad in a second, but um, Wilmer Flores is going to be sticking around for at least a couple more years. Uh, 2023 and 2024, he gets rewarded for $13 million for the two years, so six and a half. And then in 2025, it's a mutual option. So yes. um, there's basically an option where he can – the Giants – you know, if they agree, they could pick it up for three point five, or if he declines it, um, it's like an eight point five club option that the Giants can pick up. So, okay, um, yeah, I mean, eight probably the most, arguably the most consistent offensive piece the last couple of years for the Giants. Wilmer Flores not going anywhere. What are your initial thoughts on this? My initial thoughts are give that man the Willie Mack Award because. <laughs> <laughs> at least he is the one guy I we, we can say this he's the one guy on, on the team this year and that looks fresher and better than he did a year ago I mean he, we all remember last year most of the time man Wilmer was hobbling around it looked like or he was like yeah I mean he could barely run I mean he, he has a little of that still now I mean the guy's old and he's playing every day but 
Robbie's younger than us, dude. You can't say that, man. I know it's it's sad. I know, but (laughs) but yeah, he is the one guy who's kind of carried over his performance from last year to this year. And if you count the you know the COVID year, like like you just talked about, no, he's he's earned that contract. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nothing. Two for thirteen. Nothing wrong with that. Uh. You know he's scheduled scheduled to make a a half million more than what they signed Darren Ruff for this past offseason. He got a two years or was what was it was it a one year six million dollar extension that they gave Ruff before they traded him or was it two for six? I don't remember what it was. I thought it was two for six just to two get for, out of the yeah. arbitration years. Yeah, yeah, but so and you know Darren Ruff since since his trade to the Mets has not done very well and. So yeah, I, I it's definitely Wilmer doing the Giants a solid there. Uh, I I think he could have made a lot more money on the open market, and I think it kind of gives us a bit of an indication that we probably, and this is very surprising to me, we probably won't be seeing Evan Longoria back next year. I don't see how bringing Longoria and Flores back really puts the team in a better spot than where they are now, unless they are just and we can we're going to get in this a little bit more unless they're just kind of conceding next year as yeah no matter what we do we're not gonna be able to compete for the division so yeah there's still a shot they bring Longoria back as well but being is that they play the same position and easy to say for for Flores because he plays every position in the infield basically but yeah I I think it's a a, a bit of a sign to where they want to they want to keep just enough to where they think they can compete next compete next year. But I, I I don't know about you. I don't want to see Wilmer Flores hitting fourth or fifth in this lineup next year. Fair. And, you know, just the initial, like as a player by himself, Wilmer Flores, I, I, I love keeping him around. I mean, he's, like I said, he's probably been the most consistent bat for the giants the last couple of years. And that's great. But, you know, may change a tune. We'll come back to this because we're going to tie it in with something else. So we'll come back to Wilmer Flores and kind of talk how it could affect the offseason and moving forward uh, for the Giants after 2022. And speaking of 2022, kind of want to talk about like where they currently stand. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. We saw this coming back in realistically early July, late June, early July, when we we're like, you know, I think this team's just not very good and they should probably sell um and then as july went along it was a rough month i mean we got into like the all-star break and it's like this team should definitely sell and then when they continued to struggle and got to you know approaching the trade deadline it was like they need to sell and uh currently after you know 141 games so there's 21 games left they're 68 and 73 the NLS has been well over for a long time now, um, but I believe they're like nine and a half out of that third wildcard spot. I mean, it's all but yeah. mathematically over. They're done. We saw this coming from a mile away. Um, I know we joke a lot about uh, Farhan was saying at the deadline, well, we're one good week away. Like Rob loves saying that, but it's true. I mean, like he did. He said we're one good week away from getting back in this thing. And I think, you know, some of us longtime fans that just know how the game work and see in the current roster and the moves that were made at the deadline, which, you know, J.D. Davis has been an okay um, addition, obviously getting rid of Darren Ruff, who hasn't done anything, like you said, a couple minutes ago in New York. Um, 
you know, the the moves at the deadline had they they were whatever they they didn't really like hurt the team uh no. in the now or in the future, but uh, it's it's just been a frustrating overall year. Um, you know, they're going to miss the playoffs. Definitely a disappointment after winning 107 games. Um, you know where they currently stand, Rob. Like, is this kind of like did you did you expect them to be, you know, 68 and 73? back in like late June when we started to slowly see the writing on the wall. No, I didn't think they would be this bad. I thought, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker apparently because you win 107 games. I start to believe what the hell that computer says too. And I, <laughs> yeah, I, I start to believe, okay, okay, maybe they do have a system here and maybe it last year wasn't just a fluke. It, it wasn't all just, you know, smoke and mirrors, but clearly it, it was, you, you don't take that big of a drop off because they haven't had any real significant injuries that's that and that's the scary part you've had belt missed time crawford missed time longoria missed time they all missed time last year too you know i mean this isn't new so but but yeah to answer your question i don't i didn't see them being this bad i thought they would at worst be a 500 team and if you look at their schedule these next few weeks they're not going to be a 500 team no i'm sorry it's brutal you got teams still playing for a lot. The Padres, the Dodgers, the the Braves going on tonight. You know, they they still have some tough games against some tough teams. And hell, Arizona. They can't seem to beat Arizona this year. They got them a few more times. But I I don't I don't really I don't really blame I don't I don't blame the players. That 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 that's the issue. I don't blame the players. You know, these guys are being put in positions to where you know, they're expected to perform at a high level. And aside from last year, which we, like I just said, it was, it's pretty, pretty much proven to be a fluke and smoke and mirrors. You, know, you can't expect these role players to perform at a high level when just because they, they did it one time, Mike Stremski, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Bell, you know, I mean, aside from Evelyn Goria, who has made a career out of, you know, former MVP, the rest of Lamont Wade, all these guys, you know, they were just put in positions to where they were expected to repeat what they did, what they did a year ago. And honestly, I don't know if, if that was fair or not. So, and Discofani goes down. Um, yeah, yeah, you, the bull, the bullpen just flat out atrocious. I mean, Dominic Leone just got outright cut, you know, mid season, and he was their probably their. So top three arm in the pin last year. I mean, I was gonna say probably third. Yeah, third, J- Jake McGee, DFA, get the hell out of here. You know, I mean, just staples in on on the team a year ago, and you you can't have that big of a drop off and say, oh, it's just a bad year. No, no. Last year you played way way over your heads. Everything went right. You set an MLB record for pinch hit home runs a year ago. I. I yeah, and I I've, I look at myself too because I really I re- I was really believing, and I've been so anti analytics and all that bullshit for a, a long time <laughs> a long time now, and I was yeah balls deep ready to go. It's gonna ha- it's gonna happen again this year. It's I, I'm in, and it just it it didn't work out. And balls deep, yeah. And you were hey, just like Dodgeball, White Goodman would say so. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just it's just it's disappointing. 
But really, at the end of the day, we shouldn't be surprised because we all just we all drank the Kool Aid from from last year, and you got you you just had too many role players ass and minus Buster Posey being off team two, and obviously that had has a lot to do with this too because we haven't really seen at least from our fan standpoint, we haven't seen the leadership on the field and the dugout. We haven't seen you know, the same results that that, that, that we saw a year ago for, from that standpoint. And I'm not saying that the entire dugout's turned on Gabe Kapler, but it, you can kind you can kind of see where that might, where they've been tuning him out quite, quite a bit this year. And I, I don't think that's really disputable at, at this point. When you go from being the best team in the league on defense a year ago to being the fucking worst team this year, you know, some, something's not going on. You got guys forgetting how many outs there are, getting picked off. I mean, this was a common Crawford belt. The veterans doing this Lamont Wade, you, you know, you know, doing it out in the outfield, lobbing the ball back into second base when there's only one out in the inning and there's a guy on second, let them take third. Just it's the little things that have just all piled up this year. Just to, to, to tell us, yeah, you, you were all wrong about last year. We were all, we were all wrong. It was a well, fluke. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. You like you look at and I'm trying to pull up salaries here, but it's like anyways, you you look at last year's team and I mean, the only real deductions are Buster Posey and Kevin Gosman. And let's say the Giants, you know, actually play around 500 ball the rest of the way and they finish with 77 wins. That's exactly 30 less wins than last year. You can tell me that Buster Posey and Kevin Gosman are worth 30 wins. No, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe eight to 10, but, uh, you know, it's, it is, it's, it's just been frustrating. Um, and, and you just look at this roster and I just, the way I would summarize it is, is, Hey, look at what worked last year. Um, you know, and they just doubled down on it. They just totally doubled down on the whole platoon thing. Everything. The whole, the whole, like, hey, we're gonna ride a bunch of no-name bullpen arms for the most part. Um, I was completely wrong about the bullpen. I thought that I doubled down on the bullpen and thought they would be good again this year. They've been almost a full 180 of what they were last year. Um, but yeah, like guys you've mentioned, and, and I, I expected a big year out of Mike Kostremski. Completely wrong. I always admit when I'm wrong about shit. Uh, he's had a bad year. Lamont Wade has been banged up and has been average when he's been on the field. Uh, Tommy Lastella never got going, and like he's never. We can certify that contract as a bust now, even though I was optimistic about it. Whatever, Me but too. yeah, I mean, Evelyn Goria can't stay on the field. Good when he's on it, can't stay on the field. Uh, I mean, you can go on and on about. All these guys like this rock these this year, 2022 with this roster, like this is what this team is. And you know, you look back to last year where it's a fairly similar roster than what it was or than what it is. Like, no, this this is what it is. And this team played out of their asses last year. Everything worked. And um, yeah, I mean, that's where we currently stand. It's just it's not a good team. And which kind of ha- ties into the next topic we want to discuss real quick. You know, what do we want to see out of these final 2021 games from this team? We're starting to see uh, guys like I know he didn't play last night, but uh, David VR, who's been playing fairly well since coming back up again, like he should be playing every day. Um, you know, they're starting to bring up some bullpen guys like Cole Waits came up yesterday. He may be seen tonight. Um, 
who's the other guy they just brought up today? Uh, Thomas Zapucky. Uh, they brought him up today. Zach Littell got optioned. I couldn't care less about him. Kapler, I don't want to talk about anymore from last night. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're starting to see now some of the uh, the not so big name guys. I mean, uh, Willie Calhoun uh, came up last night. Nice hit uh, in his first at bat as a giant with a big club. But now they're starting to kind of audition, and this could be audition auditioning for the next year. I mean, do do you think that's what we're seeing over these last couple weeks? Yeah, um, I I really believe that there is no. We, we can talk about Aaron judge and all that stuff and whether they go and make a splash, but no dude, I truly believe they are looking to do a little more of what they did this year. Like, I think they kind of see the writing on the wall that they want to see if Willie Calhoun can play. They want to see if Lewis Brinson can. Yeah. Lewis Brinson forgot to mention. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think he's only 29. Like they, they want to see if they can find another, get another year or two, you know, like they they got with Yaz of lightning in a bottle. Yaz has kind of shown his true colors here, to where you know, okay, you've, you've we've seen the best baseball out of him, but it's it's going to be a lot more projects. David VR, yeah, I mean he he's he's showing right right now. You know, he's making the, the most of, of of his time to where he can have a place on this team next year. I don't know what that place is going to be, especially if for some reason they bring Longoria back too. Then you have Flores and Longoria. You can say, okay, well, one of these motherfuckers is going to get hurt anyway, so VR is going to find himself <laughs> on the field. But you can't. I always say you can't predict injuries, but but yeah, you you, you can you can totally see that they are, you know, they're in their bag again with 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 all, all these guys. Like you said, another guy like Zapucky who has just absolutely shredded up the minor leagues, but whenever he gets called the big leagues, he gets. He gets shredded up. He gets shredded up. So, <laughs> so they're they're just they're gonna keep doing this, and they're and these are flat out auditions for next year. You know, we know you know Austin Slater. You know, he's he's he'll be back next year. Uh, yeah, Wade Ustremski. They're under club control. I think we're at this point, especially on Ustremski. Wade was hurt all has been hurt hurt most of the year, so it's it's kind of hard to give him a fair assessment. Plus, he's a few years younger than Ustremski, but. You know, I, I think we kind of see that Yastrzemski can't really be an everyday player. You know, on on a on a good team. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't last year, and when he did play last year, he, he was hitting ninth. So you know, uh, aside from like Ty, you know, Tyro Estrada and Brandon Crawford, who was under contract of the year, then you got Flores, and then you got you got Joey Bart. There's just a lot of questions moving forward on the scene. I mean, nobody knows who's going to play first base. I mean, that right now that's that's an open trial too. You're, you're seeing a lot of David VR there. You're seeing Wade there. Uh, you know, we know Flores can can play there. So, yeah, I, I think I think these are all just you know open auditions auditions now for next year. And I, I know there's only three weeks left in the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if you know the Giants weren't done making moves, getting, getting guys on, on this roster. I mean, it never stops. You know, but that's the thing. And we'll start to tie back in one more floors into this. This should be a fairly quick episode. But um, the guys that are getting auditions, you know, like, yes, VR's been nice lately. Um, you know, Brinson had a great game against the Dodgers, great two games against the Dodgers last week. But it's like, 
if we're if we're talking about the next couple of years being realistic, man, nobody like thrills me. There's nope. there's nope. nothing exciting. Um, there's nobody that's on on Sacramento's roster right now in AAA that excites me. I think it's so telling. I've been hammering this home and dying on this hill. Um, I, I don't think Elliot Ramos is part of the future plans here with the Giants. He's not um, here right now, is he? He's 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 healthy. Yeah. Uh, and he's playing again for the River Cats. I know he had a good night the other night, but why isn't he up here getting these last couple weeks? It's very telling in my eyes. Um, and because I would think that this would be a great audition to see what he can do for you know get a hundred, hundred and ten at bats maybe or plate appearances. Um, against major league pitching consistently, but going tying back into Wilmer Flores thing. Now we like we kind of talk about we like Wilmer Flores we know what he can do he's consistent um albeit not great in the field he is technically quote-unquote versatile he can play third first if you really need to stick him at second you can yeah um but is this a sign of things to come where it's a lot like this year and that they're just not ready to go out and just unload the bag on stars and the not saying exactly how it is this year, but I mean, worst case scenario for me from the Flores signing is like, okay, so we're we're we have him. We know Tommy Lestella is going to be here next year because he has one year left <laughs> on his deal. Yeah, like um, it or not, yeah. Longoria it has a buyout, which you know if you decide to keep him around, it's like an eight million dollar decision total, and it's yep. not a lot of money. Uh, so. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they picked up that option. Uh, you know, Brandon Crawford's back next year. Yep. Uh, you know, like, I, I know this is weird and salty and, like, cliche, but I feel like Brandon Belt didn't get a good buy year, which is a huge thing, I feel like, in San Francisco. Like, could Brandon Belt be back on a cheap-ass contract next year? Like, oh, my God, here we go again. Mike Yastrzemski's not going anywhere. Lamont Wade's not going anywhere. Dude, like... The roster here is pretty much going to be here next year, except we're probably not going to have Rodon because, uh, you know, Brooks makes a good point too with this. They're probably he ain't signing anything until after Cy Young voting comes out because that's just nope. going to drive up his his you know market because yep. he's probably going to finish realistically third or fourth in the Cy Young voting in the National League, maybe fifth. Uh, so that's going to make him uh, more valuable and cost a lot more. And history shows, you know, they didn't even offer anything to Gosman. I'm not optimistic the Giants are going to go bring Rodon back. So there's a spot open in the rotation. So now you're looking at the rotation of Webb and Cobb and Discofani's going to be back in Wood, and then question marks. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's. I, I know I'm kind of going on and on here, but it's like. Are are do you agree that like the Wilmer Flores signing yesterday? We like Flores, but is this a sign of things to come where it's like we're playing Walmart baseball again next year? Yeah, I, I, re- I truly believe that they, they know they they know the deal right now. They see the Padres, they see the Dodgers, and yeah, whether they make a move for Aaron Judge or not, or somebody like that, you know. It w- and to be fair, we have no reason to believe that they will do that because they never have. I mean, at least not not all the way. I know they were in on Bryce Harper, and people like to defend Farhan for being in on Harper, but you know they didn't sign his ass. You know they they bowed out. You know maybe Harper just didn't want to come here, but then and that that's totally you know you know believable. But yeah, I mean, 
they're sure as hell. I don't see them getting multiple stars to make this team anywhere near what the Dodgers and, 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 the, and the Padres are. I think it's, it's just seems like they, they kind of see the writing on the wall and they're going to play their, their brand of baseball, which is put a lot of platoons, uh, you know, mat- matchups and pinch hitting in the, in the fifth, clearing out the bench in, in, in the fifth or, or the sixth. And maybe just maybe they can sneak into one of those wildcard spots. And, that's not going to get fans uh, to the ballpark. I just that I I really believe that. Uh, I mean, yeah, last year they won 107 games, but and the the pandemic was still running pretty hard last year. But attendance sucked last year, and you know they won 107 games. But you know, outside of the people came, hey, people came to the playoff game, mind you. Game you know, one was packed. Yeah, a lot of Dodger fans packed. too, mind you. But true, but. Yeah, man, I, I I agree with you. I I think they're a little content right now, or they just think it's it's probably best to put their money to the side and wait for Luciano and Matos and Kyle Harrison and all these other guys again that we're all high on, and w- we will see what happens. As like you alluded to earlier, the higher these guys get. You know, not these guys, but guys in the giant system. The higher they get, the more their production seems to taper off. But I really think the way Farhan ta- talks about these prospects in particular, that he's willing to wait it out. And because he, I think he believes, or he, he talks like he believes, that there's two or three you know, potential stars in, in his farm system right now, whether. You could throw Casey Schmidt into that, who's who's doing doing really well. Uh, but it's it's funny though, because just a year ago, around the trade deadline, before the Giants got Chris Bryant, Elliot Ramos was a guy that nobody wanted to trade. They were scared. They were what the? You can't trade him. Him and Joey Bart, you know, you know, we seen Joey Bart produce. So I mean, that that's a little more justified now, but people were all up in their shit and just asked backwards about not trading Elliot Ramos last year. And now, yeah, he's, he'll be lucky to ever see the big league roster. If not for just anything more than a, a day or two, a yeah. day or two, a day or two. Oh, so somebody got hurt. Oh, whatever. But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, unless it's for another team, but with, with the giants, I mean, the writing is kind of on, on, on the wall and, so I think they're just kind of coming to terms with where they're at. And, and you know what? Uh, I, I got to say this too. As bad as the bullpen is right now, do not expect the Giants to spend a dime on it this offseason. Because it's not, it's not going to be a priority. They're going to put that money towards probably more position players because what, and, plat- and platoon guys that, that they want to bring in because – they will make moves on that. The Giants will sign guys. I, I I truly believe that, but they're going to be low end. A lot of Darren Ruff types, a lot of Wilmer Flores types. That's what we're going to see. But every GM I've ever heard, I've ever heard talk, or they don't even if they don't say it out loud, they always kind of allude allude to, oh well, we we can start the season and just get bullpen arms late. You know, it's fine. You know, there's always a there's always a Camilo Duvall somewhere in. 
in their system or somebody like that to where because these GMs as these GMs as bad as those bullpens might be, especially the Giants, they are not willing to shell out money in free agency for any of these guys. Look at Craig Kimbrell last year. That dude sat around half the year waiting for somebody to call, and he's you know he's not the best closer in the league anymore, but he's he's still pretty good. So, but that that's that's how baseball is now. There's bullpen, forget it. Starting pitchers, guys like Cole Hamels last year, oh, they're, <laughs> they'll, they'll wait it out, see what happens. Oh, the Dodgers need me for a start. Here's a million dollars. Oh, bro, <laughs> one inning. Oh, I can't pitch anymore. Okay, well, have a nice uh, re- retirement, Cole. You know, <laughs> that p- pitchers will wait it out, and that's why GMs don't pursue them as hard anymore. So as as bad as, thing, as things look right now on the back end, it's not going to get better anytime soon. I've said this multiple times. 2021 just bought time for the Giants and bought time for um, Farhan Zaidi, Gabe Kapler to be around longer, whether you like it or not. And trust me, I, I've come out and said on here, I, I, I do not wholeheartedly blame the struggles of this year on Farhan Zaidi and Scott Harris. I, I think a lot of this is ownership driven, the lack of spending, the lack of going out and getting a star, but kind of tying back into what we were talking about. Like, and Rob and I talked about this before we came on, like the giants are far more than adding a superstar away from competing. I mean, you think about it, Aaron judge is having the best year that he is ever going to have in his life. I, I don't think he duplicates this. Even if he does stay in New York again next year, um, and trust me, I think Aaron Judge is a top end player. He's extremely good, um, hits the all fields. Like, I'm not taking anything away. He's had a great year, runaway MVP, in my opinion. Yes, even over Otani. Um, but uh, like if you add, say, Aaron Judge to this team next year, you think that's it? This team's a 500 team, maybe a little better than 500, and maybe competing for a third wildcard spot. They're definitely not better than the Padres. They're not better than the Dodgers, even with the addition of judge, you would have to add a couple of stars. I mean, that could be like, Hey, let's go get judge and Trey Turner. And let's find a way to keep Carlos Rodon around. And we need to add, you know, a back end bullpen arm to compliment Camilo Duvall or something. I mean, it's multiple pieces away from really competing not just getting in and getting bounced in the first round like did last year, but actually competing and going deep in the National League postseason. Um, and yeah, kind of just tying into what this Wilmer Flores signing is indicating and foreshadowing to us is this is the status quo right now, and this is what they're doing. And Rob kind of talked about, you know, Farhan kind of believing in that core of prospects down in Eugene and some are starting to, you know, trickulate into Richmond now. Um, You know, this is, there's one guy, uh, now two guys, if you had Wilmer Flores, fresh contract, him and Anthony DiScofani are the only two major league arms signed or two major league players that are signed for 2024. That's right. Like, if that doesn't scream that, hey, we're waiting for some prospects, I mean, come on. Because until this until this regime shows, hey, we're willing to spend money on stars and bring them in, um, and it's not like they haven't spent money. I mean, I think their payroll was like 140 this year. Like, they've spent some money, but it's definitely less and less over the last couple years. Um, 
you know, I'll see it when I believe it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it, I'm not saying it's good or bad, but just don't hold your breath on the giants having a huge ass off season. I, I kind of two years ago, I was anticipating it before uh, this year, this last off season, it didn't happen. And now we're kind of just with this, the state of the Dodgers and the Padres and if you want to throw around the other NL, you know, elite teams, the Mets, the Braves, like the Giants aren't really close to competing with them. They're and uh, it's going to take a lot more than just Aaron Judge and hopefully trying to re-sign Carlos Rodon, which I don't think is that. I, I just the, – the only justification that I can see Aaron Judge coming here is literally because it's Northern California and you grew up a Giants fan. I that's don't see – I don't see – and you know what? Like, if that's why, then whatever. Kudos to him. I mean, he's he's earned the right to do whatever he wants. He's a great ball, ball player, and he controls his own destiny. He's going to get a massive payday after this year, and I'm sure he's glad he turned down that deal with the Yankees before the season. Um, but – I just don't see why Aaron Judge would want to come to the Giants when, one, the future is so uncertain with this team. He's in his prime now. I'm sure he wants to contribute and win a title now. Uh, and two, why why in God's name would you come to Oracle Park where a lot of his powers right field? I mean, he would come here and hit 15 to 20 home runs less than he would in Yankee Stadium. I yeah. mean, that's just – I don't even know if you can debate that. Um and then three, Judge literally has an opportunity to go down as an all-time Yankee in an organization which, like, you think of baseball, I'm sorry. You think of the New York Yankees, and you think of Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth. You think of those guys. Like, if Judge sticks around with a, his big contract here, like, he could be mentioned with those names by the time he's done. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'd want to leave that. Like, he is, he is big time in the big apple. So um, luring, luring him away from New York is one thing, getting him to come to a ballpark that I, I just don't see consistent power and much more outfield to cover. I just don't see it, man. Uh, and if it happens, great, but I just don't see that complimented or, you know, complimented by Farhan's inability to really go out and sign the big names. Uh, or desire, I mean, because he's shown otherwise. So I just don't see it happening. And, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think that this could be – if you're, like, impatient, if you're an impatient sports fan, you know, this may be a really frustrating next 12 months or so for, for the Giants. Yeah, it's – Hope I'm wrong. Yeah, well, me, me too. But in for everybody out there, like, you, you got to understand, like, this – the position the Giants are in right now, and what and what they what they did last year into what they've done this year, in in my in my lifetime, you know, I I it's it's hard to remember such a drastic drop off between a team that's basically yeah not Buster Posey, not Kevin Gosman, like you said, but basically it's the same guys that played last year. So yeah, I I really aside from you know the uh, the direct deposits that Farhan gets, I, I don't envy his position right now because he's in a really, really awkward spot. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with you 100, percent dude. I think this is more ownership driven to what they are telling him or allowing him to do. I, I hope I'm wrong because I, 
you know, we all want, you know, a GM. I'm not saying we want Steve Cohen to be the Giants GM, but have that mentality where it's like, hey, man. Fuck it. I'm right. Whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. We want to (laughs) win. You know, how much you think you're worth? And we'll go from there. Yep. And yeah. And yeah, you know, the, 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 the the Mets, you know, they haven't won a ton of, you know, a, a lot of World Series, you know, you know, lately or anything like that. But that mentality, I think, is what Giants fans are wanting to see because you see the Dodgers and you see the Padres. And they're, I, I can't stress this enough, they are so far ahead of where the Giants are right now. And whatever the Giants, despite whatever the little laptop says, there is nothing you can really do against teams like that. They are just better than you and you see it, you know, it's, it, it's eye popping. You know, you watch the giants or not, the, not really the giants. We watch giants every night, but you watch the Dodgers play other teams and you watch the Dodgers play or the Dodgers play other teams and the Padres play other teams. And they're better than they're better than those teams when you watch them play. But then when they come and play the giants, it's, it's like, what the fuck? Fuck! These guys are so much better than than, than the Giants. It's it's not even funny. Like they got dudes one through nine where it's like, damn, dude, we we can we pitch around this guy right now? Oh shit, no, we can't because look who's on deck and Mm -hmm. and and the Giants and you know and again, I don't blame the players. This is not on the players. The players are doing their best. They all had amazing years last year, but here they are this year. The Dodgers are trotting out Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman one one through three. And who's waiting in the in the three hole for the Giants? It's fucking Brandon Belt or Wilmer Flores. Are you fucking kidding me? Or if there's a lefty throwing, you're in Mercedes. Or, or Evan Dar- Longoria just or came Evan- off the IL. Yeah, or Darren Ruff, who's not on the team anymore. You know, I mean, or JD what- Davis. JD Davis is hitting third a few times. Yeah, so it, it's we're really just moving into a future of uncertainty man maybe that's what uh we'll name this episode i don't know but um a couple weeks left there might not be no future (laughs) well because we really don't know i mean some people expect the giants to just go ham this offseason because they'll have money and they can go but you know like guys like us and trust me we're not saying like if we're not saying you're wrong we're just we're just giving our opinion like again if you're new, we're fans. We're not experts. Um, you know, these are just our thoughts and our opinions. We It's all speculation. I mean, there have been so many things this season that we've been wrong about. Yes. And, like, we admit that here. You know, you're going to hear it when we're right, but you're also going to hear it when we're wrong. We're fair with us and, and you guys. So, um, you know, we would love to be wrong and that the Giants just freaking, you know, make this an elite roster somehow because I, I think they could. Um, but will they? We don't think so. So, um, you know, I think we're going to like, let this possibly be our last episode for the regular season. And then I, I want to be surprised if maybe we fit in another night while the season's still going, but a couple weeks left, um, maybe we'll just let it ride out since, you know, there's not really much, uh, speaking of Aaron judge, he just hit his 57th home run. No. <laughs> just got that update. He's good uh, at baseball. He's still, yeah. 16 more to go to catch the home run King. Uh, I'm just kidding. Anyways, um, yeah, so we might ride the season out, and then obviously we're going to do our season review shortly after the conclusion of 2022 where, you know, we'll go into specifics about what we got right, what we got wrong before the season. Um, 
I do know one thing that I may have nailed before the season. It has nothing to do with the Giants, and that's my AL Cy Young pick. Let's fucking go, Dylan Cease. Yeah, looking good. really good right now, man. So, uh, hey, <laughs> but then you know, on the other end, like my NL Cy Young pick, Freddie Peralta, not happening. <laughs> okay, he got banged up for a lot for a while. Um, so yeah, probably the next time we come back on here, we'll jump on and uh recap everything and go over what we got right, what we got wrong, and um, yeah, and then we'll, like I said, we'll look into this off season of uncertainty. Rob, closing thoughts, we got just. Yeah, like like you said, dude. I what we admit when we're wrong. You know, I had the Giants. I think it was winning ninety two games this year. Yeah, eighty nine for me. Yeah, yeah, not not fucking happening. Which means they have to win out. Yeah, they have seventy three losses. That's right. That's right. You know, it's not it's not over yet. You know, Still but hope. but man, like it's, we just don't we don't know. It, it, this is very hard for for Doug and I to to wrap our. You know our, our heads around this because this is such a it's such a drastic drop off. Like I just said, like I don't know what they're gonna do, but it just you know if yeah if if you're not patient, yeah I I, I got I gotta believe this this next season is gonna be rough and this winter is gonna be rough as well. But just Dave, okay, at the end of the day, right? We're we're all Giants fans. You know we're we're gonna we're gonna keep put out episodes we're, we're gonna keep uh doing these recaps on, on giant shatter we're gonna we're gonna keep bullshit and we're, we're gonna we're gonna ride out the dark days because you know what last year was a lot of fun 107 wins that that was awesome and you know god willing we get back to even half of that again because 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 man like that was last year was awesome and we're just we're we're we're, we're doing our best here to try to you know, get through these darker times and at least get a sense of direction of where this franchise is going. Because yeah, like I said, we honestly do not know. You know, you brought up Giants Chatter and we'll wrap here. Uh, Make sure you're joined up on Giants Chatter. You can click on the link in the description of the episode below. Um, Surprising times, or not surprising times, exciting times coming up. Um, You know, we're hoping to pump out a little more original content uh, in the next year or so in regards to Giants Chatter. Um, We've had a lot of fun doing recaps and stuff like that, kind of doing our own little twists on them. Um, Rob is just the fucking comedian of the group, but tells you like it is. I love Mm -hmm. it. I love his recaps. So if you want a good laugh while learning stuff, uh, you know, you can catch one of Rob's recaps on uh, it. it, Run over to GiantsChatter.net. That's where you can find all, all of our stuff. So um yeah we'll wrap it there we'll talk to you guys soon um hopefully uh the guys quote unquote auditioning uh kind of show out and give us a little insight of what we may see out of them in the next year or so so um we'll wrap with that make sure you're following us uh at say hey podcast on twitter at say hey doug at say hey rob um follow our you know join up on giants chatter on facebook and all that good shit so uh until next time for say hey doug and say hey rob Go Giants and go Giants. Don't get swept. Giants come to town. It's bye bye, baby. Every time the chips are down, it's bye bye, baby. History's in the making. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.